0: DTS-95, Melees are hitting harder, Iron Banner was a huge success, and azir is he leaking more stuff? Destiny the Show. What's up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show. I had a catchphrase that I was going to say, but I don't really know what that is. I guess we're the news podcast that helps Guardians stay up to date in the world of Destiny. My co host, Diddy, how was your week, man? Very productive and successful week this week. Yeah. How, <gasps> Flynn, how'd it go? Did he get the thing? Yes,
1: he passed his CGC test, Canine Good Citizenship, Yay! so that means we're registering it with the AKC, which is the American Kennel Kennel Club, so uh-huh. he will be officially titled uh, with the American Kennel Club very soon, and we'll have like an official certificate, so uh, he got like a little ribbon as well, and we put it
0: on his collar, and then he started to chew on it, so. <laughs> so, he's got like this clan tag that he gets to rock now on his collar huh yeah actually so uh, the
1: american kennel club if you ever show the dog officially and they have to announce it they you actually give your dog a different nickname um so it, it, he his name is flynn Ryder, but his american kennel club registered name is the smolder if you've ever seen tangled <laughs> you would get that reference I so they would it, announce but... him as flynn the smolder rider
0: Oh, my gosh, he has a
1: real title. Um, And so, actually, before that, they do the breeder um, in front of that. Uh, So, his whole name is, like, Tintlets the Smolder, I guess. Um, So, it's, yeah, it's, he has, like, an official title, and then after that name, they list all of his uh, titles, and he would have CGC after that.
0: Nice. Very good.
1: How was the week within Destiny? good really good i I finally got a hawksaw i got the vendor hawksaw roll you you
0: bought it i
1: did i bought it i didn't earn it oh no i I didn't earn mine (laughs) i bought the last
0: vendor roll i'm just saying i I think i earned that
1: hawksaw because i grinded a ton of legendary marks to get it that's right um but i i'm loving it i love it uh i still the ilasuna is carried me through iron banner this week i was doing work i know i i vowed on twitter that i was only using no land beyond I did for a few games, but uh, I wanted to win and complete some bounties, so that didn't happen. Um, Got to play some games with the Discord people. We I went on, I think, an eight eight or nine game win streak with those guys the other night. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time.
0: Yeah, very good. Speaking of Iron Banner, I put a video out if people watch the videos on my channel. I've said it. This was my favorite week of Iron Banner of all time. Like This was fantastic from... The changes and refinements to the actual systems within Iron Banner, but mainly the people we were playing with. We were playing with Destiny to the Show Discord members and clan members the whole time. I played 36 games in total on the Warlocks to get it to rank 5, all of those with groups of 6 and they were all DTS community and family members, which was really cool. Won 27 out of those 36 games, and the Warlock is on an 18-game winning streak. So it was like... (laughs) Dang! It was sick, man. It wasn't the winning that was the fun part. It's getting to meet a lot of new people, playing with a bunch of different folks, and there's just plenty of people who've never really run full teams of six that consistently or gotten to run Pv he with big groups before and it's just a lot of fun last night we had to break it up into two teams (laughs) like there was your squad of six and I think our squad of five it's just we tried to match we didn't match up (laughs) yeah we tried twice but we didn't get to match each other it's uh that time of the week where we get to promote the discord once again and Diddy just a week and a half ago we had 70 members we now have 170 members in the discord and a few more have joined just during the time of this recording and they're all fantastic. There's no uh, trolls. That's the word I'm looking
1: for. There's no toxic players in there. Everybody's super nice. Everybody's really accepting as well. If you haven't done a raid, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to go do that raid again. Let's do it. Let's find a group. So it's, yep. it's a good place to meet new people. If you've never played with a full party of six, if you've never um, even if you just always play Destiny solo, the Destiny Discord or
0: Destiny the Show Discord is where to find those people discord.me slash destiny the show so discord.me slash destiny the show anybody is welcome to, to join we have no requirements all skill level players the only thing that we ask is that you please be respectful like diddy said we haven't had anybody who's been real toxic or any issues we'd have to drop the hammer on But if you you come with a respectful attitude, you're going to find a bunch of people who are looking forward to running activities. When this show completes and we're done recording, we're going to take some people through Crota's End just for the fun of it. And I was reminded this last week, dude, doing all this Iron Banner with people, super blessed to be able to play Destiny with other people. Like you and I, Pineapple Boys, we've gotten to raid, we've gotten to do PvP with people other folks but destiny is so much is about community and if you're getting tired of this game or if you're just not feeling the same passion ask yourself are you playing by yourself a bunch like are you just playing solo and if that's the case start playing with others dude this game is so much more when there's a larger community around it
1: yeah 100% agree on that part and it's not just for party chatting with other people and playing destiny you know When I'm at work, I'm in there chatting with other people, you know, when I'm on a break at work, I'll just say, hey, what's up? What's going on? How's everybody's day doing? And we just, you know, you form friendships and bonds with other people that you never would have thought to have, be able to connect with.
0: Yeah. I mean, I compared it. It's not that awkward first date where you're like, uh uh-oh, am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to like this person? (laughs) Are they going to like me? It doesn't matter. Everybody in there has that one common interest that is destiny. So we're talking about what do you think Bungie's going to do this week or somebody oh like said that and wow, no way he did that clip. So I don't know. It's pretty rad. Pretty cool. Is it news time? Oh, wait, no. Mix amp thing. I just wanted to put this in the show notes because a lot of people who are in our discord are asking, how are you getting computer audio and game audio together? Both Diddy and I and a lot of players have Astro Mixamps or the Turtle Beach mix amps to where it can put PC audio into your headset as well as game sound but most of the folks in there also have xbox live headsets or chat adapters for playstation 4 so it's not a a huge deal but i am going to look and see if i can find some cool splitter or something that's inexpensive that we could recommend to a lot of folks if they want to have discord audio going from their phone or mobile device or computer into their game headsets This week at Bungie, not a whole lot's going on, but patch 2202 is coming out this next Tuesday. It's going to address a handful of bugs, much of those bugs they didn't really mention, but John Wisniewski, our favorite dude, sandbox engineer, oh wait, let John Cable, yeah, I'll start the news (laughs) again. (laughs) This week at Bungie, Deej is back right in this one. The 2202 is coming Tuesday, May 3rd. So it's the next update. It's going to address a bunch of bugs, fix a few chests, quests, and rewards. Nothing major, except there is a melee bug that is being worked on. Sandbox engineer John Cable. Anytime John's mentioned in the weekly update, I think of John Wysinewski. But anyway, John Cable says that they're working on making melees connect more often what are the details about this city and how does shoulder charge and arc blade play into it so they're just he first addresses when a melee attack seems like it
1: connects but doesn't do any damage it's usually a networking problem so they've fixed somewhat of an issue there um yeah just a bug that they found in the networking code um also when a melee attack whiffs this is usually a sandbox problem I'm mm-hmm. quoting here from the article. I've fixed a bug where we are we were starting the target search from an incorrect position. Normally, we begin the search from the targets uh, four targets from the perspective of the attacker's head. This bug would result in the target search failing or falling short. If the mm-hmm. melee lunge didn't get you close enough to the target, or if the target was moving away from you, your melee would not connect. So the new fix should make arc blade and shoulder charge much, much more reliable. (laughs) There are still situations, especially when the target is moving away from you,
0: where you will not connect. Okay, so it's a networking issue and there's some coding stuff for the sandbox that they're going to have to change to make this a little bit more effective. I had plenty of whiffed melees this week, but I I cringe when I hear shoulder charge more reliable. (laughs) Really? Really? Do Striker Titans need any more advantages? <laughs> Striker Titans I'm just kidding. are really I'm just strong kidding. right now. And
1: Arcblade, Blade, I know what he's talking about because there would be so many times in my first couple of weeks of the April update, I was bringing Arc, Arc Blade back, I would just slice up to the person's neck and then it wouldn't connect. And I would just get shotgunned in the face. So that was uh, super
0: frustrating and sad, but uh, I'm glad to see he's fixing it. Yeah, when I say Striker Titans OP, I'm not actually saying that. I like Striker Titans. I bought my Twilight Garrison this week when we finish up with the show and the raid. I'm running tonight with that new Twilight Garrison. I'm super excited about it. So uh, these melee fixes are not actually going live this Tuesday, May 3rd. They're just implementing the code for it. And then the following week on May 10th, they're going to turn it on. Because anytime you do sandbox changes, there's a chance it might implement chaos and bugs and craziness. So if you guys are playing this next week, try to break everything. I want to <laughs> yeah, see that so where like rep like boosters this. break. Red boosters, yeah. I was just yeah, I to want say super stacks. like, this. like I want eight where stacks we of rep boosters. The term.
1: <laughs> this is where we find something called spaghetti code. Yes. Um, it's famous in League of Legends Riot Games there's famous for their spaghetti code if you change one thing it's going to change some totally unrelated issue so fixing uh, arc Blade and shoulder charge registration is probably going to make Hawk Moon have void damage for some stupid reason it's, it's something like that that's what would be spaghetti code um, so let's see if we can find those bugs and let's see if Bungie has any spaghetti on their code
0: yep Next up, Challenge of Elders Week 2. The high scores, 112,000 for Raindog56, Crunchy yes, Time, <laughs> Scales 95 and Bladed Wolf. They did a substitution. That's kind of weird. Huh. And then second place, SC Slurridge, Epic Cookies, and Ever with 90K. Third place, 84K, The Ultra Saint, Pickaxe, Swinger2, Nutley99. I don't get that, man. I don't get 112,000. That's insanity. Yeah, that is... That is pretty insane. I don't know how they did that. Did you do week three? Have you done Melee Challenge? Because I've just done Iron Banner. That's like it. Yes.
1: Knife Juggler all the way with Monte Carlo is the way to go. Did you like week three? I did. I really, really did because just because I was knife juggling the whole time. I thought the bosses were were really good. Uh, the final boss was someone we had experienced before, so it wasn't <laughs> anything new there. Um, but just being able to knife juggle the whole time, and I was brilliant enough. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for thinking of using Monte Carlo. Uh, yeah. Because when I trickle was on, so whenever I would miss both of my throwing knives, I'm like, well. Because I have to wait for thirty minutes for my throwing knife to come back, because I have zero strength mm. and trickles on, and I'm like, "Oh, dealing damage with Monte Carlo brings my strength or reduces my melee cooldown." So I just started using that, and I
0: just got like a hundred throwing knife kills. It was pretty sweet. Can I add like just the progression of light level stuff is so nice, whether it's challenge or. Um, pvp this last week doing iron banner i took the warlock from like 319 light when the event started he's 328 light now just that constant sense of reward across the board i might be feeling differently when all three characters are 335 but i have just adored the spring update man it's been a lot more than i expected and even though it didn't deliver new content these refinements they're delicious
1: yeah i'm definitely gonna have to agree on that when house of wolves came out we really liked that progression system, but it was really quick too. You know, I was level 34. Is was that the cap then? Dang, that's so long ago. Uh 34 was the cap. you hit that in a couple of days. Now I'm still struggling. I'm still not 320. I think I can hit 318 at this point. Um mm-hmm. and I'm just keep grinding those those light levels. And that's that's just a one character. My warlock is still level 35. <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't leveled him up yet. So it's, it's really nice to see that this progression system is, is
0: working. It takes a little bit longer. I hope next week we can talk about this. I don't want to officially talk about it on the show just yet, but you and I have been creating somewhat of a leveling challenge, and I did start it over on the PlayStation 4, and it's pretty hard, and next week we'll talk about it, I think, Diddy. I think by then we might have all the stuff laid out officially, but this is... I think this is going to be something pretty cool that a lot of the community is going to want to participate in. Just speculating I would I would agree let's get that hype train rolling at the bottom of the update okay Deej says I'm out and then oh oh hey Rezil Azir is not one of us. We cannot confirm, nor can we decipher these riddles. It's a mystery to us as well. Fun stuff, though. If you don't know what we're talking about, don't worry about it. If you do, enjoy the speculation. I didn't know what they were talking about. Some people in the DTS Discord were like, yeah, this dude leaks and stuff or whatever. And then I asked Professor Diddy, PhD, to do some research, and he did, and he schooled me. So who is Rezil Azir? Uh, So I'm not as verbose as
1: you just made me out to be about this topic, but Dr. Dizer Dr. Reza Lazir <laughs> is a destiny lore character. He's in a Grimoire card. Um he I read the Grimoire card. He's um, a legend. He was one of the first Titans or the first Titan uh back when the the city was before the city was the city. You know, the last city on Earth um, defending that initial wave of the darkness Mm -hmm. on the human race on Earth. But basically, there was a Reddit user by the name of Rezil Azir, Hmm. who 16 minutes after the uh, April update went live, posted a walkthrough on Reddit of how to find the Rezil Azir dead ghost for the Grimoire card. Uh, now, now, Rezalazir, the Grimoire card used to be in the Fogoth arena, but with the April update, they've updated the position and it's now somewhere in the Prison of Elders. I think it's in the treasure room. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But basically, this Reddit user named Rezalazir posted a walkthrough of how to obtain this new ghost in the Prison of Elders. So that means within 16 minutes, he downloaded the April update, he defeated the prison of elders and went down to the treasure room to find this ghost and then uploaded a walkthrough of how to get it on YouTube and then posted it to Reddit
0: was it in HD <sighs> probably there's no or way probably I upload to YouTube too. like four times a week <laughs> it does not it takes so long to process you guys so well, it's yeah it's
1: super speculated that the Reddit post was intense speculation uh, this was a, a, a separate post. Reza lazir was a Bungie employee. Because that's that's incredibly quick. That's that, that's that, too that quick. happened. Yeah. And in the original Reza lazir Reddit post, he ended the post with uh, some Latin phrase that translated to, the 20th day of the ninth month, it is coming forward to the stars. You heard it here fo- first. Which, which is obviously referencing the fall expansion update that Bungie has officially announced that it's coming this fall and September 20th sort of lies in the correct time frame. It's also a Tuesday. So that would make total sense. Every single destiny update has come out on a Tuesday because that's patch day. So it, if it's a Bungie employee and they have that insider information, then, uh, September
0: 20th, fall expansion confirmed we made dts predictions like a month ago about this dude what if it, we did what, I, I think <laughs> one of them was september 20th i'll have to confirm have for next week but if it is man what if this guy is not a bungee employee but somebody who is in the very small test group of people who get to play oh, ps, ps, ps,
1: ps, 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 ps. oh my god that's that's across the street <laughs> it's okay you gotta post this blooper on youtube or something that's funny as hell <laughs> you might get a copyright strike though <laughs>
0: maybe but uh am i we good should be good okay uh
1: cool. hang on a second i'm sorry no worries i'm gonna wait for him to drive away and then i'll, I'll let you it's know. his car <laughs> that was his car <laughs> yes
0: what kind of what kind of dance music was it was it pop rap hip-hop oh okay Thank Thank you. I do Once hate.
1: again, hip hop.
0: <laughs> I mean, I loved. <laughs> there's a kid that <laughs> who would drive into the college parking lot every morning for this morning class, and he was way into progressive house, and so he would be blasting this progressive house Swedish stuff, and it was great. I loved it. I was like, man, you are going hard at seven thirty in the morning, so. And it's always those giant, arped-out synths, so... So. And then the garage. This is going in bloopers. This has to go in the bloopers. Just keep this whole segment in the show. Hashtag (laughs) the DTS struggles. All right. Maybe it's not a Bungie employee pretending to be Rezhol Maybe it's one of the friends and family who are in the rumored PTR, private test realm. Usually it means public test realm. But anyway, there is a rumor that there is existing a test realm for Bungie to test builds out before they push it out to everybody. This would be very similar to almost any game like ever. League has a PTR, SC2 has a PTR. Uh, Dota, I think, maybe does. It's PBE, public P- test,
1: P- or public P- beta public. environment. I think yeah. that's what they call it for League, specifically.
0: But the rumor is... Friends and family of Bungie in this small, probably less than a couple hundred people who have access to this. They're all under NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, which means if you, hello garage, which means if you say stuff about the build, like you get sued. So NDAs mean you can't talk about this stuff because you're seeing early things early. Maybe this guy who's doing the your stuff is a part of that. All speculation, none of this is proven, by the way, so I'm just throwing that out there.
1: Yeah, I I think it's really awesome.
0: (laughs) Are you serious? Uh. They forgot something. (laughs) That must have yep. Hey yo, I forgot my speakers, I'll be right back. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: done. I wasn't gonna say anything.
1: We need we need Zves to do, um, <laughs> animated you know, the DTS. RT animations. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> need DTS animations. I think it's really awesome that this, even if it is a Bungie employee, and even if Bungie's like hehe, we did this secret little thing, uh, that uh, we're not going to take credit for, it starts the hype train. And I really really love how Bungie how well Bungie drives the hype train. You know, it's those little nuggets of information that we can just speculate on for months. You know, year one, the secrets of the Vault of Glass. Oh, hey, there might be another chest location. And then there's a whole subreddit dedicated to raid secrets. And it's Mm -hmm. active all the time. There's so many like tinfoil hat theories about stuff in the Destiny
0: universe. And I love these kinds of things. Yep, me too. I always want this to go on. I, that's why I've been sad about Mega Man EXE not being around. But if Lazir could also start doing like an ARG, an alternate reality game, where some guy like follows his clues and digs up a, a piece of dirt in LA or something, and he finds a secret message in Latin that reveals even more—that's you know, that's right up my alleyway. I like that stuff. All right, I think we should hop on to. It came from Twitter. It came from Twitter. During last week's show, we asked, "Do you?" oh, yeah, I guess I should talk about the bounty first. Nobody completed our DTS bounty, which was to send us a screenshot of the end of Challenge of Elders as well as a link to your activity of that Challenge of Elders from Destiny Tracker and tweet it to us, and we'd give the person with the highest score $5 to the console of their choice. Nobody did it. Maybe it's just because it's Iron Banner Week. We are recording the show on Saturday, so if somebody before Tuesday, May 3rd or whatever it is, Uh, does it, I will still honor it. But we're just going to leave that bounty open for one more week, okay? So complete Challenge of Elders during week four. Tweet us a picture of the score screen as well as a link to the activity on Destiny Tracker. Whoever has the highest score, five bucks to your console of choice. So our first paid DTS bounty, week one, did not, didn't work, man. Didn't work. (laughs) So last week we talked about rating is one of my favorite destiny the shows I think we've done just from a discussion standpoint and we briefly touched on should destiny add pure tank classes and like pure healing classes with buffs and aggro generating things spell interrupts and you and I were like yeah they should totally do it a lot of our listeners gave feedback that I didn't even think about like just really blew me away because we were all there thinking about PvE all excited and then one person's like, yeah, that would suck in PVP. I don't want them to do that. And I was like, yeah, that would suck in PVP. I would be really <laughs> pissed off if you're shooting a dude. And then all of a sudden it's like, nah, he's getting healed from behind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would turn into Overwatch or TF2 at that point. <laughs> yeah, and
1: that's not what PVP feels like. So, and, and in hindsight, that's something that's very obvious if you think about it. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, how would those work in PvP? And it really wouldn't at first glance. Um, yep. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of uh, mad or disappointed at both of us for not thinking about that last week. We just <laughs> got so, like excited so about yeah, raid yeah, stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, from Twitter, let's see, at Kale Kid or Kaylee Kid. Not sure how healers would work, but I'd be back in a fury. Hashtag support for life. So he was for it. At MechaMonkey says, as an old WoW DPSer, Destiny would suck with MMO Triad. It would force us to maybe play a different way than what we want. Again, valid point. At Shimazu Sama, I think healers would be a great addition, so he's also for it. At suit boxer or Sut Boxer. I love the show about raids. What if Destiny Two Bungie introduces a new tank and healing class and three Destiny One classes remain as DPS? So like the three classes remain DPS and then two new classes in Destiny Two that would be healing and tanking. That'd be cool. For each uh character, like for one for warlock. I, I think he means like for- the warlock titan and those guys like all remain DPS and that healing and, and tank classes Ooh. would be something new altogether. With their separate subclasses. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Let's do that. Indeed. And I guess I had a few YouTube comments that I don't have pulled up here right now, but the point was in PvP, how on earth would this work? This raises the question of PvE versus PvP balancing. Bungie does not do it separate of one another. They both have interactions with each other you know how they reduce the inventory size on sniper rifles well more special bricks and heavy bricks are having to drop more often in pve to accommodate for a change that originated in pvp the question remains should bungie balance the two separately pvp is its own realm pve is different it's been stated by a bunch of different Bungie employees part of the core philosophy is your guardian is your guardian everywhere it should feel like your guardian whether you're doing a strike or whether you're doing a raid or whether you're actually going into trials or playing crucible and control clash kind of stuff part of the real sweetness i think of destiny is the fact that they do a great job making sure your guardian feels like your guardian wherever you take it What do you think? Should they? Shouldn't they? This is such a like you said earlier, a deep question. Yeah, it's it's almost
1: like you can't really answer this very quickly. You know, you'd have to go in depth and detailed each single change that you'd have to make. Very obviously, let's look at year one destiny. You had very obvious PVE weapons, Fatebringer. Absolutely. It was hand cannon, Mm -hmm. really powerful then. Had Firefly. You can clear out mobs really quickly. And then you have the Gallarhorn, effective in PvP, but way better against bosses in PvE. And then mm-hmm. you have things like Truth, PvP, as very PvP. obviously a PvP rocket Thorn. launcher.
0: Thorn's like the best example.
1: Thorn, yeah. it's It was really strong in year one PvP. Now it's, eh, it's all right. Uh, but I'm not going to use Thorn in PvE. Right now, because I think I have better options at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. So, especially with the elemental primaries, those are very obvious. They had no effect. The fact that they were elemental primaries in PvP. Uh, Vex class, it doesn't matter that it was solar damage in PvP. Mm -hmm. But in a solar burn Nightfall, yes, that was way effective. So, there's so many different things. And now, I think with year two Destiny, since there's not... It's really hard to define. There's not really a PvE weapon versus a PvP weapon because everything is unified. Everything feels the same. And I really like that. I think it's in a really good spot. It makes me
0: use the gun that I want everywhere. WoW with Legion is having separately balanced talent trees for PvP versus PvE. And so that's a big deal previously. You have a talent tree, which you select your talents. It's like our perk nodes, basically, but there's a lot more of them. And you would spec your character for PvE. If you're a raider, you'd pick abilities that benefit a raider. Or if you're PvPing, you would pick abilities that benefit PvP. They're now separate. There's like two separate trees entirely for one another. I cannot formally take a stance on PvE versus PvP in terms of should they be balanced separately. It's just too many questions. Like, we could talk for two hours about, well, what about that? What about that? What about that? Part of the magic of Destiny is the fact that your Guardian feels so good anywhere. And a player who's never played an FPS, if they go into the Crucible and they've been practiced shooting a bunch of drags and thrall, they know <laughs> like, pretty much what to do when they get into PvP. So I don't want to take a stance there. I do want to mention something from last week where everybody is always like raids need a matchmaking system we need an lfr a looking for raid tool i just want to add one thing here because in wow right now there's a whole debacle of a very popular private vanilla server was shut down a lot of the player base loved the old core values of vanilla wow from 11 12 years ago and they're asking blizzard please let us have a legacy realm to play on an older version of the game and one of the features that has been added in WoW, it was either Mists Pandaria or it was added in Kata, I'm almost positive it was added in Mists Pandaria, is LFR, looking for Raid, which is a matchmaking way for you to play a ridiculously easy version of the Raid. I mean, you barely have to do anything. The mechanics are so forgiving. But it has become something that a lot of players absolutely hate LFR. They hate it because it lessens the content well it's a it's a super toxic experience sometimes there's just such horrible people in lfr it's it's bad but It created an easy way for people to see the content, but at the same time took away some of the specialness of putting a group together to complete the content in the first place. That's the really short way I can describe it. So when we're all gun-ho for LFR and Destiny for people being able to go through Vault of Glass and Crota End, and I'm on that train, I want matchmaking for an easy difficulty for the raids. When we're on that train, do remember, the moment matchmaking enters into the scene for raids it will lessen a little bit of that specialness of raids, just a little bit. I, th- I think, you, you get what I'm saying, Diddy?
1: Did I do an yeah. okay job explaining it? Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying there. And it, yeah, I agree. Because, like you said, the moment you introduce
0: matchmaking introduces the risk of terrible experiences. I and mean, there will be, not, not like the risk, the inevitability of at some point you will have a horrible raid run.
1: Yeah, exactly. And at that point it's just leave the party after and you can just report the player and then leave, you know. And then mm-hmm. they can introduce some reporting issues, you know, blah blah blah. If you're reported too many times, you can't use LFR anymore. But yep. It's it's going to be there's going to be negative experiences that are introduced. It's just going to happen. That's what matchmaking does.
0: Absolutely. And it's worth revisiting again in the future. I just didn't want people to think our blanket two-minute statement of LFR would be great for normal (laughs) mode raids. Like, there's more to it than that. So, all right, where can people find your content, Diddy? Discord.me slash DestinyTheShow and Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S. You guys can go to DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. Make sure to follow us at DestinyTheShow on Twitter and tweet us your responses or suggestions or anything. We do read it each week. Don't forget about our DTS Bounty. Five bucks is on the line. Big cash money. Check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can follow me at BBKDragoon, same name on YouTube. Have an excellent rest of your afternoon, guys, and we'll talk with you next time.